this character this? Todd is uh, the mysterious figure. Just go for Gandalf, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I always get typecast as old perverted wizards. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I have that character this time. Oh really? <laughs> That's okay. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, a collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Jared. I'm Adam. And I'm Todd. Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today we have a story by me, Jared, with the first part of a new story. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week, because we're always writing more comedy stories, and your social media interactions keep us going. Without further ado, do here we go so the story i've written this time is called sparkles task is this some pony <laughs> fanfic yeah yeah it is. <laughs> bruh friendship is magic i've read a little okay. bit ahead and i see the word foraging so yeah yeah, well, it's gotta be that's... real ponies. <laughs> it has, uh... has nothing to do with horses. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, and I know horses this is gonna make me look a little bit lame, but I've never seen a My Little Pony. I mean, I probably hey. saw some of the cartoon when I was a kid because my brother watched every single Saturday morning cartoon that would run. So, yeah. He, uh, I probably saw some My Little Pony cartoon back then, but I never <laughs> understood the whole fad that went around when we I were in college the... about the bronies and all that. I don't know yeah, and I only around, saw the Hot but... Diggity Demon cartoon that was like making fun of that a bit. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that called? Pony.mov. <laughs> okay, that's not what I was yeah, Are bronies still around? I don't have any idea. I... Are there still bronies? <laughs> the uh, so the ones that I knew in college yeah. were the most obnoxious people in the world, so I uh, avoided them anyways. <laughs> God, I should have made that one character a fucking brony in the spelt <laughs> instead of what I did. Missed uh... opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That's a, what a That shame. would have accomplished the same goal without alienating people that we like. Yeah. Ah. My be dog. <laughs> Your be indeed. Alright, but uh, yeah, so I guess I'll just start reading it after that tangent. Do you remember what it's called? I'll give you a dollar if you can recall it without going back. <laughs> I am looking at it trolls. on the screen, man, so I'm not trying to, not trying to rob you. <laughs> no. <laughs> you rob him with a real gun. Frosh packed his bags. He didn't have much to carry with him, just the basics. Some food and water, a short sword he had never had much cause to use before, some assorted trinkets, what money he had on hand, and a spare set of clothes. It wasn't enough to get him through his journey, but he knew foraging would be important anyways, 
It was going to be a long trip, and there was no way around it. The mysterious figure that had accosted him on his way home from work made that clear from the start. On his way home from work? Yeah. All right. So, so this as is usual, I think your names are all dwarves. So oh, I imagine yeah. Broch no. is like a hobbit or something. Yeah, and, something like but that. he's also got an office job. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like hobbits do. Like hobbits. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I could see hobbits having office jobs. That makes sense. You must travel to the abandoned temple of Splurge, the devourer of mice, on the coast of the dead lake. And burn a child at the altar of feasts. Hey, you want me to kill a child? Fuck no, get Drophus the Eliminator or whatever his name is to do it. Seems much more up his alley. Frosh had shouted back, horrified by the prospect. That guy is nuts anyway. It doesn't have to be living when you burn it. Plus, it can earn you your second name. So you want me to rob the grave of a child and burn its body on an altar? Still a hard no from me. <laughs> Frosh had started to get anxious. Could anyone else hear the ghostly apparition? Or did it look like he was shouting to himself about grave robbing and burning bodies of children? The street had seemed clear at the time. Still, his startled looks were noticed by the shade. Oh, don't worry, no one is listening in. And who buries dead mice? Such a strange place you live in where you pay respect to mice. Burn a mouse? That seems cruel. But why would you say a child? That's a little misleading. I said splurge. The devourer of mice, didn't I? Why would you assume I meant a human child? That's just twisted. You must be pretty fucked up to jump to that conclusion. Now go. Do as I say, or the world will surely collapse. The ghost had started to vanish, but then... No, wait. Why me? Why this sacrifice? I deserve some explanations, don't I? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> the shade had said as it vanished. His trip home that day was a long, slow walk, full of contemplation and worry. Frosh spent the next two weeks wondering if he really should take on the task. He always was indecisive, and the lack of explanation from the ghost hadn't helped. He'd just about written it off as some sort of delusion, until this very morning. He'd been woken up by an impatient rapping on his door. Stumbling through his living room, Frosh flung the door open in the midst of the furious knocking. What? He said with barely constrained rage, as he looked out at a cowled figure, poorly dressed for a hot day, full cloak and oversized boots, the diminutive man, woman, creature. It was hard to tell through the shadows under the hood. I see you have not left on your grand quest yet, <laughs> the figure said in a high nasal voice that gave no indication to its gender, age, or species. You're damn right I haven't. That ghost didn't give me any reason to take on a quest, especially not a trek through the plains of misery, down the river of dread, skirting the forest of mild inconvenience to the dead lake. <laughs> Frosh said, feeling he was clearly in the right on this. I mean, did you hear those place names? That's a daunting trip, <laughs> even if he wanted to make it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. 
Well, when you put it like that, it does sound rather grim. I knew we shouldn't have put Tulag the Vague in charge of your recruitment. Ah, in my mind, I read that as Tulag the Bog. I'm like, what is a bog? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I just don't know why that's just what <laughs> Who are you, and why are you trying to recruit me for anything? I'm nobody. I am Sparkles the Misleading. But don't let the name deceive you. I'm only misleading in the sense that I do not actually sparkle. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a pony. Uh... As to your quest, as you may be aware, the fate of our realm depends on you. <laughs> the grim expression on the man's face had terrified Frosh at first, and only later would he come to understand just how lovable it could be. <laughs> now, however, he was not too afraid to rage a little. I still don't believe that. There's nothing that tells me I need to summon a rodent-eating god to save anyone. Sparkles, the misleading, reached a bony hand out towards Frosh, who flinched back from the ominous stranger, for he could see now this beast was a troll, as evidenced by the knuckles of that hand flexing in the wrong direction. My touch will explain everything. The monster said, placing his hand on Frosh's forehead. In a flash, he had been transported to a scene in a city he did not recognize. Buildings were burning all around him, while people ran about in a state of panic. Parents carrying children, and pets running in blind terror towards the city gates. Soldiers marching down streets, moving to the center of the town, and mages unleashing magics, the likes of which Frash had never seen, though that wasn't too surprising. Outside of the military, mages were mostly healers, so they did not generally have cause to spray fire down the road, unless someone was late on a payment. <laughs> this is what we seek to avoid, and the only way to accomplish that is to summon the Destroyer of Mice. Splurge. Splurge is our last great hope. Okay, why? This doesn't explain anything. Frosh shouted over the din as a small burning child ran past. <laughs> Are we still in the, uh, the illusion? Yeah. <laughs> so he's just in his room shouting. Come with me, Sparkles said sighing. He led the way through the burning city until they came to the place the soldiers had been marching towards. A small, seemingly inconsequential inn at the end of a dead-end alley. The only thing that stood out was the fact that it was the only building not on fire. In there, Sparkles said. The foolish innkeeper sanctified the building in the name of Splurge. as the only thing that saved him and his family this night. After all of this settled, the innkeeper would flee the ruins of this one's grand city and to build the temple to Splurge on the dead lake. He would then retire to your home city and sire your great-great-grandfather. Oh, this is a vision of the past. I thought this was like the Lord of the Rings, like <laughs> looking into the, the future of what could be. No, no. This oh. was uh, something else entirely. Yeah. yeah. Sparkles looked rather pleased with himself as he folded his arms and waited for Frosh to come around to the idea. Okay, and what does this have to do with anything? The grand deeds of my long-dead ancestor? I have 42 great-great-great-grandparent. How am I connected to any of them in any way? This past is doomed to be your future. In this place, 
The armies of the Micemen of the Frozen Wastes descended to murder, pillage, and nibble on blocks of cheese. <laughs> the destroyer of mice is the only thing that can stop them in their legions. And you are the only one with sufficient blood ties to the altar to activate it. Well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Your communication skills could use some work, buddy. Like, oh hey, there's a huge unstoppable army coming. Want to help me and my incompetent friends stop it? Would that have been so hard? <sighs> the pair stared at each other for a while as the city around them <laughs> continued to burn and more children on fire ran past. <laughs> Why are there so many kids burning? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Frosh asked to break up what had become an uncomfortable silence. Children are stupid. Adults. Sparkles paused as a man ran down the alley, screaming and on fire. Most adults understand the notion of a stop, <laughs> drop, and roll. Put out the fire instead of running around and making it worse. <laughs> Frosh nodded and asked to go home. Sparkles quickly obliged. Now, do you agree to help save the world then? Sparkles, the misleading, asked with what Frosh was sure to be a grim expression, though he could still not see under the troll's hooded face. Eh, I guess so. I mean... I've never heard of mice men before, and I didn't see any in that vision. Like, aren't rat men more intimidating? Bears of plague and all? No! Mice men are much more insidious. The rats announce their approach and strut about like they own the place. Whereas the mice sneak in and embed themselves undermining the whole structures of society, convincing everyone they're just cute little helpless parasites. While they consume until there's nothing left, you did not see them because you did not notice them. They were there, though. I think. I mean, <laughs> they definitely were. Why else would those warriors destroy their own city? And so here we are, Frosh packing his gear for a trip he was unsure of, while the cloaked figure stood by the door, waiting impatiently for the lad. You ready yet? Or are you still trying to find a sword that matches your outfit? Sparkles squawked. <laughs> no, I'm good. I just need to make a stop first. What could be so important? Gotta let my boss know I'm done. I can't just not show up, then no. No, I don't know. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. You know what we call him where I am from? Zane, the utterly irrelevant to any story. <laughs> is Zane actually his <laughs> boss's name? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Zane. Frosh considered this, then said, Yeah, you're probably right. Sparkles cut in then. Very true. Now, let us go. Before you think of someone else, you need to say a heartfelt farewell to. <laughs> no, there isn't anyone. Sparkles didn't quite take in just how sad that statement was. Because, <laughs> in the end, he didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Me neither. I was like, oh, that's yeah. good. We can move on. <laughs> there would always be time to make more friends. This was inconsequential. I mean, they did need to save the fucking world after all. As they made their way out of town, Frosh noticed they were being followed. Is that guy with you? He asked his companion. I thought he was your boss. Come to complain that you were late, Sparkle <laughs> said in a snide tone. You said you knew who my boss was. Shut up. Go around the next corner and we can grab him when he follows. They crouched in the shadows waiting as their follower limped into the alley. Sparkles jumped, kicking the cane from his hand and wrestling him to the ground. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He pinned his arms and shouted, Who are you? Why are you following us? I'm not following anyone. I was just walking home. The old man said, trying to catch his breath. You've been trailing us for miles. Sparkles spat back. I can't walk to the end of the block without help. What makes you think I can follow anyone for miles? The old man stared, grim-faced, back at the equally grim figure holding him to the ground. <laughs> well, sorry. I thought it was a wizard's staff, not a cane, Sparkles said with not quite enough remorse and still holding down the helpless stranger. Sparkles, let him go, came a familiar voice, the ghostly apparition of Tulag the Vague looked down on him, glaring. Clearly, the task of delivering young Frosh here was too much for you. I am here to assist. What do you mean, too much? I was doing just fine until you sent this wizard after us. Sparkles cried, still pinning the elderly man to the ground. That is no wizard. Tulag said, pushing the crazed troll off of the old man and helping him back to his feet. He handed him back his cane, and the old man took it and nodded his thanks, then pointed at Sparkles with the stick and said, You, you should respect your elders. Now, I have a sore back, and what am I supposed to do about that? Oh, shut up, young one. I am older than you. You don't see me whining about it. Seven centuries, give or take. I've been here trying to keep the world safe. And what have you done in your laughably short life, human? Sparkles spat back. I've learned a thing or two, notably that insane trolls who think mice men are real should be put down before they can hurt anyone. Ooh. An oddly specific instance. But then you were following us. Of course I was. I am Drolfus, the eliminator of competition, and I have my own quest to destroy the belief of mice men. Those imaginary enemies that serve him as an easy out for incompetent rulers who find the need to put down populations they command. Whoa. <laughs> the wizard, using both hands, lifting his cane over his head, knees only buckling slightly from the strain, he sent forth a wave of sorcery towards Sparkles, who, with surprising swiftness, lunged out of the way as the fiery wave cascaded down the street, setting the orphanage at the end aflame with sparking green flames. As Sparkles, the misleading, 
ready to send a return volley of magics. The wizard collapsed. Brash had jumped to action. Seeing that Sparkle's counterattack was only likely to damage the orphanage at the other end of the street as well. And two burning <laughs> orphanages was a bad look. <laughs> it's like Starbucks, except with orphanages. Yeah. It's a fantasy world. Spin. There are orphans everywhere. <laughs> he stabbed the wizard in the back. Ooh. As he slumped to the ground, Sparkles saw Frosh pull his blade from the wizard's back and wipe it clean. Whoa! Very good, young one. You have earned your true name for that. Frosh, the backstabber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like that name. <laughs> Shouldn't go around stabbing wizards in the back like that then, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, still, don't call me that. Ah, so you want to be Frosh the Child Lover. That would make <laughs> you happier. No, Tulog, help me out here. The Shade pondered for a second. I got nothing. You will have to do something more notable, or one of those names will stick. All right, forget it. Let's go wake up a god. Yeah, that ought to be enough to do it. Sparkles said as they turned from the still-burning orphanage, as the children streamed out the door, wreathed in flames, and then they <laughs> left the city. <laughs> the I'm end, waiting for you to say the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even going to say stop, drop, and roll? No. <laughs> They're too stupid. Jeez. they got to figure it out on their own, or they're never going to grow up. It's tough love. All the good kids yeah. know stop, drop, and roll. Exactly. I feel like I forgot how to talk like a normal human. <laughs> that is a that is possible. My narration became distinctly more similar to my character the longer I talked in that voice, I think. <laughs> Adam, you're I mean, switching you somewhere do? back and forth between Christopher Walken and John Travolta, though. <laughs> yeah, but what that's do you a, want from me? That's a He's used that voice before. It's a, it's a good one. I, I'm yeah. walking here. <laughs> Either one of them could be walking Ten here, Ten years with this yeah, yeah. dead god up my ass. <laughs> Ten years I've been walking here with this watch up my ass. <laughs> you, know, you know, he didn't say the I'm walking here line, right? No, I know that. Uh, okay. 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 I, know I, just, I just feel like I should be clear on that. <laughs> Just what that voice His is. name is Christopher Walken, but he did not say, I'm walking here. No, I'm sure he Hello, does. No, my name is Christopher Walken. I'm Christopher Walken here. here. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, if that's not a go-to joke for him, then he's uh, he's missing something. Then he's yeah. retarded. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, so, ooh, uh, sorry. Let's not go the there. voice has got me in all kinds of different ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was people from anyway. New York that think that word's okay, not Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what a yeah. fun story. I like all the wizards. I think Yeah. So who's writing next for next week? Yeah, it really is just a um, nexus of wizards, like <laughs> and let's... all of them have crazy hmm. nicknames. Like you said that at the beginning, you'll get your you'll get your second name. 
and I had no idea what you meant, but yeah, I should have known since everybody is the something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the the devourer, the, the eliminator, the. Um, and I'm not yeah. who wrote part two of the last story I did the uh, partner swap one. Well, this is well, this is weird because this is going a bit out of order, so I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, well, I, guess I can explain that a little bit. So we uh, recorded out of order because I um I had a a plan because I was uh, recently diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, so um I had a plan to write something specifically about that. It yeah. didn't come to fruition in the end, um, and we, <clears throat> but, um, so I wrote this instead, so that's why we're out of order this, this time around, yeah. It's all good, man, I'm glad that yeah. we were able to, in, you know, from miles or hundreds of miles or <laughs> across a planet away, able to yeah. do a little bit for you, you know. Yeah, to... you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. It is what it is, and I, yeah, I don't know. Tomo just, can't I, say that word. She keeps saying you got multiple squirrels. <laughs> well, I mean, there are, dude, I do live in the <laughs> middle of nowhere in Maine, so. Yeah. And every time we go to the park. Squirrels are fairly common. Yeah, there's squirrels yeah. everywhere. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. she sees multiple squirrels. She goes, <laughs> she thinks of you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah well i guess at least it's better than like rats <laughs> not much yeah. better but they're uh, they fluffy i see a tails, bunch of those so too yeah yeah living in new york city and <laughs> oh yeah yeah now when i go to work in uh manhattan every day mm-hmm. uh i gotta take the subway and yeah I just well, I, I take a rats. moment from staring at my phone and I look <laughs> up and I go, "Oh, there's a rat." <laughs> yeah, just reminds you of Japan, right? With all the filth. <laughs> there are rats in Japan too. I was sitting down waiting for to meet somebody, and I turned around and in the bushes yeah. there was a rat. And it was like a foot away from me. I was like, "Whoa, there's a rat!" And then yeah, but it. they're they're Japanese rats. They're much more polite. They bow <laughs> and have yeah, I know they didn't like pixelated didn't genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Dear penthouse, I never thought it would happen to me. I saw a pixelated dick today. It was on a rat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In real life. Yeah, I I can't say I ever saw a rat, but you you probably take more underground trains than I did. I ever did. My trains were all oh, I was like, in Japan. I was waiting at Shinjuku Station. Yeah. yeah. That's a famous one. Not in the station. Like, on the street. Oh. In front of the building. Oh, no. Which is the rat You're also... I mean, it Tokyo. is a very big city, so... It's yeah. not surprising Look, that there rats are rodents. are animals. <laughs> yeah. And they live outside. Yeah. They get everywhere. Yeah. But... Mice, apparently, we don't yeah, see those them. Yeah, those are, are the, yeah, they're, they're more insidious. They sneak in. They don't go strutting around carrying pizzas downstairs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it takes 30 of them to pick up a pizza. 
with their little yeah. hands, and they don't want you to know they can walk on two feet. You are stuck <laughs> talking with your new New York accent that you just <laughs> sorry, <developed>. yeah, <laughs> no. it's a fuck. Sorry, no, they're. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they'll uh, they'll teach you how to be a ninja though, as long as you're a turtle. <laughs> oh, dude, nice. Yeah, dude, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, yeah. am I writing the next huh. installation of this? Because I just had an idea. Um, you can. I mean, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, uh, I'm. You know what? Let's do it. Let's do it this way. Who wrote the last part three of a Jared story? Of a specifically a Jared story. Uh, I did. Whoever did part three of the partner swap, or part two rather of the partner swap, which I think was, it was Adam. Me. Yeah. yeah, it was Adam. Yeah. So then. So if you want to do, uh, that or, really, it doesn't matter because we we're gonna go back to our old. Yeah. Uh, old schedule, anyways. Afterwards, so. Adam, if there's something you want to do, then that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That'll. I have an idea. That'll give me time to I'm work do on my it. next okay. part one anyway. I, th- I think my favorite joke uh, was the misleading secondary names that they kept trying to yeah, put in yeah. Frosh. <laughs> I like how misleading the secondary names are. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it's just like the something and they're uh, mm-hmm. like, they're yes. not very specific and there's no Only... context. So it's like Frosh the child lover. And it's like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did everyone else get their names too? Yeah, well, sparkle. Well, the one guy doesn't sparkle. Yeah, he, he's misleading because he doesn't sparkle. Yeah, and so that's um, an easy one. And then to get, I mean, Tulag the Vague was um, because he didn't Tulag ex- the Vague, not he Gulag. Didn't... Hmm. Tulag, yeah. You said yeah. Gulag yeah. the Vague. <laughs> he didn't explain the. Uh, quest well enough <laughs> he's just incompetent yeah is what he yeah. is <laughs> yeah but in this in this yeah. instance i think that was, if i was gonna cool. write a part two then it would i i would go deep on like uh the quest to the quest to acquire a better name <laughs> than, what he's, yeah, than yeah. his options at the moment like ditch the whole well, ditch yeah. the whole mouse man thing and just go straight for like no no hold on i can't do anything until i get a cool name well that was the uh that was the last line that's why he's so enthusiastic to go wake up the god because he figured you know uh, that would take the place but uh oh he does say that okay yeah, yeah. well i guess be the god waker no i would probably like sidetrack and just go be like you know what no i want my name to be uh the 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 best skier and then <laughs> yeah go win a ski competition real quick <laughs> i mean i love how the uh the most effective motivation is embarrassment yeah definitely <laughs> although no, the world is quick. kind of cool name i think uh <laughs> so y- so this is favorite this was a great joke um but I don't know I I want to say it's my favorite but I also just want to point out how cool it is that it it had such a good mental image also mm-hmm. like so there are orphans burning throughout this yeah. entire story <laughs> Yeah yeah lots of orphans and, just all around 
And I, I gotta say, I love how you were doing like a recurring joke, you know, yeah. like that's, um, that gave the story some continuity, Yeah, yeah. which, uh, yeah. was, was excellent for, uh, <laughs> pacing and structure. Yeah. Um, besides yeah. the fact that the image of them just standing there watching kids <laughs> burning all the time is pretty funny. Yeah. It, it felt kind of, I could imagine like a like a like a Rick and Morty or some kind of adult cartoon where you know yeah, they're yeah. just standing there watching kids burning <laughs> maybe a Futurama I could but like yeah, yeah I had the the wide angle shot and them just standing there <laughs> mm-hmm. I could picture yeah, it in my head uh... it was a very good image <laughs> um, yeah I, I don't know why I kept harping on that orphan thing but it did it did work out like is some reason i had it in my head that like a lot of fantasy stories i had read recently talked a lot about orphans for some reason <laughs> just random books because uh, the main so, character is always orphans aren't they yeah. that way you don't have to write about parents because yeah. that's having orphanages <laughs> on on yeah. either end of a street was really funny but yeah 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 i wasn't expecting that because i <laughs> I kind of thought that they were walking out of a city, so I instantly imagined them being like in a countryside kind of yeah. setting. So, yeah. us, the, <laughs> like, there's this town with th- that they've wandered into with pretty much nothing but two orphanages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's oh, cause see, idea. I still picture yeah. them being like in the city; that's they just haven't left it. Yeah, I'm walking on the block. Because he yeah, says I, I walk on the what block. I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's how I was thinking. But that that's a good image, Todd. Todd had there too. <laughs> this one horse town that just has two orphanages, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> uh, now I want a western where the, yeah, the kids yeah. run everything. You got a one of the yeah. orphans is a bartender cleaning a glass. It's like that uh, Star Trek the original series episode. Where that's that's like an old west planet, but all the adults are dead. <laughs> oh God! And they yeah. did a, a Children of the Corn. Yeah, I don't remember the exact story, but I just, I've never seen a Star Trek. Yeah, I've seen I've seen all the Star Trek, except for so. that movie that came out in like two thousand eight or whatever. Yeah, that one was awful. I liked it. <laughs> I do like the idea of a fantasy story happening with a bunch of wizards in a city. Yeah. Yeah, well, with, like we trolls kind of and that. mice man and stuff. <laughs> okay. I mean, we um well, it's your story there with the the wizards, the Ah, but homeless, is he really a wizard wizards, though? But he might just I be think homeless. we I think we decided that he ended up living under a highway overpass in a bunch of dumpsters yeah. with other homeless wizards, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, probably a good spot to wrap it up, so mm-hmm. thanks for listening. Don't forget to uh, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh, We'll be back next time with the continuation from Adam. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.